and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie every week, every month of every year. Red-headed We're boy. here forever. We're always going to be talking about Archie because there's... I was actually... Eternity. There's a tangent off of the fact that there will never be, like, no Archie. Like, we will never <laughs> go through all Archie, right? That's true. I was talking to a co-worker about collecting comics, and he... <laughs> he, he posited the fact that my ideal comic collection would be every Archie published. <laughs> and oh my I God. was like, that would be like 800 long boxes just full of comics. Yeah, like, that's like, impossible. Here's my separate house filled with Archie <laughs> exactly. comics. Exactly. I'd need a warehouse. And I was like, if, if even if I got everything that has been published up to this point, there still would have been 800 more things published in yeah. the, like the eight years it took me to publish or get everything yeah, then you know that's like true. collecting everything i would still need to keep going There's a lot it never of ends there. exactly it's uh throw my cat off the microphone there we go a uh, normal day knocking and banging that is her trying to <laughs> kill me <laughs> she likes Murder to do that mm-hmm. that and her and yeah. archie have that in common they conspire sometimes i've heard mm-hmm. yeah and so not true. Archie doesn't want to kill me. I'd be dead then. That's true. If Archie wants you dead, you're just dead. Like, that's un- mm-hmm. unfortunately how it goes. To be um, fair, if Charlie wanted me dead, probably she could do that too. I've always kind of believed that if cats wanted to kill us all, they just could. sleep on your face. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. And then the mm-hmm. other two would be holding down your hands. Yeah. So you can't move the one off your face. And my wife would just sleep through all of this. Exactly. Wake up. Ooh, this is getting grim. All right. It's a little dark. <laughs> Let's move Good on. Good thing my cats don't actually want to kill me. Yes. And I'll pet her reassuringly. To show her okay. yep. you are friends. And we're all friends here. And yes. we we are gonna take a step back, and we're gonna talk about some some friends of Archie's, and you know we always he has so many friends. Kind of get in that uh, specific mention of Archie right in the beginning, contractually obligated. Yep. Um, but I specifically want to talk about Jughead, and I'm gonna talk about him in a new segment that I'm introducing this episode. Oh. And I'm gonna call new it segment Archie Abroad, which is ironic because we're not actually really talking about Archie in this one. But Archie Jughead abroad. Jughead abroad. Archie abroad. <laughs> colon. Jughead this time. <laughs> yes. The Jughead Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> a Jughead Jones story. Jughead... <laughs> as told by Ezra. There we go. Perfect. It's like a marriage story. Um, I'll just type that all up for the description of this episode. It'll be like oh. cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the character uh, limit on episode description. Uh, I didn't know there was one. Yeah, I was presuming it'd be just an ellipsis, so they don't see it all. But I like the idea that it just cuts off midway. <laughs> yeah. that's good. <laughs> but yeah, letter somehow. Yeah, it's like half of an A lowercase, so it looks mm-hmm. like nothing. Yeah. All right. So Archie Abroad is basically every segment. Uh, segment I'm going to talk about a different story where Archie goes a specific place. Now he goes a lot of places, but yeah. sometimes it's specific. And what I mean is like, well, in this one he goes, well, Jughead goes to Akron, Ohio. Oh, which Akron, Ohio? Yes, there's a place that Megan and I are rather familiar with yes. due to some family connections. Um, this. 
uh, episode, though, or this, uh, rather, issue is called Jughead in Chompin' Champion. Perfect. Um, and basically, it starts with Jughead at the National Hamburger Festival, which is a yearly tradition that takes place in Akron, Ohio, and again, something Megan and I have been to. Okay. I was gonna say, do you remember going to that? Oh, I remember the National Hamburger Festival. I think I still have the t-shirt. Yeah. Um, that I got from you, maybe. Um, I probably... But we have <laughs> we have this one panel of Jughead at the National Hamburger Festival and clearly delighted with the rest of the yeah. gang standing behind him. And then it says, wait, how it all began with a scream. And then it shows Pop Tate oh. screaming at a piece of paper. And it yeah, turns that out like that, of that. course, it's the penultimate plot point that uh, penultimate. <laughs> Pop Tate is calling up on Jughead's tab, and Jughead basically tries to weasel out of it, and the gang helps him weasel out of it by Betty suggesting that he go to the Akron National Hamburger Festival and compete in the hamburger eating contest to win the money. Or no, not even win the money, I'm sorry. Rather, after Betty suggests he wins the contest, Archie yes. steps forward and says... Think of the bragging rights you'll have. You can boast that the hamburger champ eats at your establishment. And that's literally being like, I'll pay you an exposure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yet Pop Tate likes this idea. He imagines a big sign that says Pop Tate's home of the national burger eating champ, which now, I will say is fairly good. Do we care where the national burger eating champion eats? I mean... It depends on... If you on, were at a restaurant... Do we care? I don't, Megan. If you were trying to decide what restaurant to go to, and there were two identical burger joints, and yeah. one said, home of the national burger-eating <laughs> champion, yes, would that factor into your decision at all? Um, yeah, probably, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I will also add the fact that beneath all of that big text, in very little text, it says Jughead Jones... <laughs> Which is good. I care even less what the National Burger Eating Champion's name is. I know. I just want to see that person mm. who has eaten so many burgers. Now They're see, the champion. See, then I might worry that there's not enough burgers left for me. That's They're going to mm. be out of burgers all the time. Well, but presumably, if the Burger Eating Champ goes there, they have so many burgers that the <laughs> yeah. Burger Eating Champ can just keep eating, right? Which I guess Pop is still not going to pay for, or get paid for, because Jughead is just always right stealing burgers. And also, I just thought about the fact that Pop Tate presumably makes all of the food yes. at Pop's himself, which yes. is a lot for one well, man. Doesn't he do yeah, everything? we, like in the CW show, yeah. there's waitresses and shit Right, at exactly. And I think another guy that cooks we've seen in the background, maybe. Probably. But in the comics, have we ever seen another person working at Pops besides when they hired Jughead or Archie? Unless or it's girls? a plot point. There's yeah. not. Exactly. And, like, they've hired Archie and Jughead to work in the kitchen before, and they've, of course, had their burger carts or whatever. Right, right. The pizza guess, delivery service or I whatever. I guess Pop just keeps a burger cart on hand that he doesn't use. I mean, you get it once. You've got it forever. You know, like... Why did he get it once, though? Maybe he, when he was a young man. We don't know when he opened Yeah, he pops. started as a traveling burger cart. Well, who How knows? How does that even work? Well, okay, so... Do if, you have a tiny grill on your little burger you've cart? You've probably got them 
It's probably like those, oh god, I was gonna say like those hot dog things, but they just keep them in a big bat of hot water, hot don't they? hot dogs are different, too. Yeah, so you can't, hmm, that's a good, you, that's a good you point. You can enjoy a hot dog without a char on it, but, like... Was it a, wasn't, wasn't it a hot dog cart, though? We're getting off track, but... Yeah, we're it, very far off track. Maybe our, it was a hot dog we're cart. We're in the weeds here. We'll, we'll circle back. Basic- but we don't want hot dogs. We want delicious burgers from the National Burger Festival. Right, the National... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, National Hamburger Festival. Fuck hot dogs. <laughs> That's our official stance. <laughs> Megan and Ezra say, fuck, fuck hot, hot dogs. dogs. That's our platform. We're running 2020. Uh, <laughs> fuck hot dogs. In this That's climate. That's our only stance. <laughs> In this economy. In this economy, who can afford a hot dog? And ironically, in this economy, Pop Tate decides to forgive Jughead's debt if he wins this contest, which is wild. That is wild. And so... He makes some questionable decisions. He does also grab Jughead by, like, the front of his shirt and say, Lose and never darken my doorway again. Um, which is that very... That does sound like something he would say, though. It's true, though. He gets weird sometimes. Poptate, yeah, he's kind of out there, huh? It almost seems like he gets a little biblical sometimes. In what way? <laughs> like, when he says shit like that, like, never darken oh. my door again. <laughs> sure. Not uh, specifically biblical, but he's got a little bit of that, like, old school preacher vibe. Well, yeah, I mean, little he's like... Little fire and brimstone when it comes to Jughead. He's an old man and was created in, like, the 40s, so presumably he's gonna be super conservative. Yeah, but they don't all seem that way. Oh, what, the old men? I mean, the, or R2, just characters, the R2 characters, but like... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're in the weeds again. <laughs> we keep, keep getting happening? off the path. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they decide to go to the National Hamburger Festival, and they arrive, and there's a little shot of them driving into Akron, Ohio. And Jughead says, <laughs> I know it may be Akron to you, but it's paradise to me. Which is a nice thing to say about that Akron. That is nice. Yeah. yeah. It's um, a win for Akron. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he just sprints out of the car directly into the festival, um, and he's going just gaga over everything he sees. Um, and then some very clearly it's a person character shows up and start oh, talking yeah. to him about the burger festival itself. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the best like the burger competition. Or something? Um, it ev- eventually, after he tells him about some of the attractions, <laughs> which includes the bobbing for burgers, which I don't know if you remember. Ew. Do you remember that? Were they rubber burgers? They're real burgers and a thing of ketchup. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't know if it was actually there, but it sounds awful. It sounds believable, too. Um, he also introduces himself as Drew Serza, organizer of this festival. And then this is the mayor of... that's fun for that guy. Well, then the mayor of Akron gets an appearance, Donald Pluskwelek. And then they... What a fun name he has. (laughs) I know. And then they point out Chip Bach, the editorial cartoonist of the Akron Beacon Journal. And, like, all these Akron guys are just getting shout-outs, which is kind of wholesome. Um, the gang shows up, and Archie's going gaga over girls. Betty and Veronica get annoyed. Um, and then Archie, or Jughead, finds out about the Miss Hamburger Festival. Um, and gets really excited that the Miss Hamburger Festival is, like, the girl of his dreams. Oh, God. Yeah. He just says, this is the girl I've been waiting for all my life. 
Archie says, you haven't even met her yet. And Jughead says, don't quibble about details. Whoever is chosen will be the girl for me. I just know it. What um, a line. Yeah. He gets real weirded out and just kind of all over the place. And I don't even really know. Yeah, basically, they, in order to get him focused back on the contest, they have Drew Serza, organizer of the festival, appoint Jughead the judge of the Miss Hamburger Festival contest. Uh, and he can't decide. And so he runs away and goes to the burger eating contest. And he mm-hmm. just starts eating all these burgers. And yep, they're yep. like, whoa, look, he's eating so many burgers. And then he's like, man, that was great. I ate all the burgers. And then they're like, and Archie calls him, oh, you really are the champ. And then all these burger chefs are like, hey, what do you mean, champ? This isn't the contest. Oh we God. were just selling him burgers. And we and they <laughs> hand him a giant bill. Basically. It just has like $4 signs on it. Uh, actually, it has a full total um, oh, how much is that? Well, before we get to that, yeah, okay. basically they just, he finds out that he completely missed the contest. What um, the fuck, Jughead? <laughs> I know. This is your only thing you were supposed to do. I know. He completely misses the contest. And then uh, they surround him with bills. And then it says, and so, and Dilton is at the chocolate shop talking to Pop. And he says, a letter from Jughead? Is it his burger eating champ certificate? And what it is, is Jughead billed all of the burgers he ate to pop. What the fuck? And it's two hundred and one fifty, uh, which is a weird total. It um, is. But yeah, that's the end. It just ends there. And then Pop like, declined the bill because what that's, the fuck, Yeah, Jughead? exactly. You can't, you can't just do that. It's like if you went to a bar and was like, charge my bill to, to the... Lodge. Yeah, exactly. Charge my tab to the president and just walk yeah. out. Like, you can't like, just do that. A small town business in a different town, presumably in a different state. Presum- like, yeah, exactly. Wh- what? <laughs> right. Okay, I was thinking of where Calvin and Hobbes is set in Ohio, but not Riverdale. That was like Riverdale Indiana. Was any town, yeah. Wasn't it actually like, in Brooklyn or something yeah, too? Yeah, in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> Dookie nuts. Which is not in Ohio. Yeah, it's true. Jughead. Unless it's Brooklyn, Ohio, that probably exists. That probably. I just went to a drive uh, drive-in theater in Oregon, Ohio. Did you? Yeah. That sounds the, fun. The Sundance Kid drive-in. I, I watched Grease. It was great. Go to that. Go there if you're in the area. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. We can watch To Riverdale and Back Again. Oh, man. That would be great. I wonder if we could request a... A The Riverdale and Back Again We can get all our fans, listeners, right in. We'll have a meetup at the drive-in. Perfect. We'll create a meetup. Yes. That'll be be, That'll be something we do someday. Yeah. All right. Plans. But if your segment is at a close... It is, yes. That was the end of... Archie Abroad. I have an unnamed game for us. What a t- delight. This is a double segment episode. Yeah. Well, please. I would I would love to, All I would right. love to play. So this is a bit of a random topic because please. Oh, I love it. we didn't really have a theme for this episode. Megan, you know how I'm so lulz to random. Hurrah. XT. Yeah. The roaring 20s after all. Oh my god. Oh, that's um, good. 
So this one is the unnamed game. Yay. Sleepover edition. Ooh, okay, this sounds fun. So this is just, you know, some fun ways to spend your time. Yeah. Going to burger festivals, having sleepovers. Mm-hmm. All this right. is a good way, yeah. So, first one. Betty's parents are seeing a show in the city, oh. and they'll be spending the night there, so they won't be back until the next morning. Oh, ho, ho. Maybe the city is Akron. Who knows? Oh, there we go. They're going to the um, burger festival. So Veronica's spending the night mm-hmm. to keep Betty company. That's nice. Um, they've sprinted the movie Shriek. <laughs> all right, nice. <laughs> and they start watching it, you know, with all their movie snacks right. set up. Popcorn, soda um, pop. Pizza. Both girls Jelly. are pretending not to be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but with each twist and turn of the movie, they get more and more freaked out <laughs> until they hear the phone ring and they both scream. Okay, of course. Because uh, so women Betty's- are scared of cats, Megan. <laughs> Betty's scared to answer the phone <laughs> because she thinks it might be Ghost Head from the movie. G- ghost Head? Ghost Head. Oh, good. Can you guess what movie we're parodying yet? <laughs> I haven't um, figured it out. Veronica says that's ridiculous, and she Hello. picks up the phone uh-huh. and hears a raspy voice saying, Hello, girls. Oh, my God. Is on it the other like end. Archie or something? <laughs> she screams and hangs up. Rightly so. And then we cut to the other end of the phone where it's Betty's dad, and he's like, that's so strange. I was just clearing my throat when they answered the phone, and they hung up on me. Oh, my God. And then we learn that the show was canceled, and they'll be coming home tonight instead. Oh, okay. So, You're the girls are freaked the out, um, and they have hidden in Betty's room where they think they're going to get murdered by Ghost Head. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So, they're just pretending that nobody's home, okay. and all the lights are off. They hear the creak of the door. Oh god! And then both girls are like, "Oh god, we're gonna be murdered by ghosts!" <laughs> yeah. Betty pulls out her gun. Fire! No. Anyway. Um. And they decide that the only way they can survive is if they're like the plucky hero of the movie and they fight back. Of course. Um. So when they hear footsteps on the stairs, uh-huh. they burst out the door to tackle the the killer. Okay, that's they not bad. They knock Hal down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's fine now because oh, okay. no one's ever hurt seriously. No, um, not really. And they see that it's Betty's parents, and they're like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, you're home early." Uh, Betty apologizes, and Veronica's like, "I guess we overreacted a tiny bit, just a little." Okay. And she does that face where she's like, mm-hmm, and she like touches her cheek <laughs> oh, and yes. smiles. The right. little I'm I'm an angel face. Yeah. Yes. Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, All that's right. number one. Sleepover murder victims. There you go. Um, Shriek four or whatever. It's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Shriek. Um, Alright, All right, so number two. Yes. It's a freezing cold blizzard out. Whoa. Veronica's supposed to send the night at Betty's house. Uh-huh. And Betty is like, are you sure you don't want to go home tonight? It looks like terrible weather out, which I don't really get because <laughs> wouldn't you not want to drive? Right. And Veronica's like, no, I'd freeze to death halfway there. And Betty's like, you can call for a limo to come get you because I guess Betty really doesn't want her to spend the night. Damn, yeah. <laughs> and then Betty or Veronica's like, no, we haven't had a good gab fest in ages. 
Yeah. Um, like, and I guess the concern is that she'll be cold at Betty's house. What? Because Betty's like, well, I know how I can keep warm. What? We'll build a fire in the fireplace. And at this point, I was like, are they camping in a cabin somewhere? <laughs> no. I don't know why this was a thing. Be- um, <laughs> They're just in so, Betty's house? Yeah. So they build okay. a fire and they curl up in blankets with mm-hmm. like hot cocoa. They're like, oh, this is so cozy. And then Betty says that the last step of her master plan is to warm up even further by weaving a tail of warmth. What the fuck? Which what Veronica does that even mean? immediately understands and is like, okay, I'll go first. What? What <laughs> yeah. is a tail of warmth? So then Veronica describes that the two of them are in a desert and it's oh. so hot and sweaty. And oh god, it's so sunny and there's no breeze. Our <laughs> sunscreen is like worn thing? off. <laughs> yeah, they're just using their imagination powers. It's like when uh, women, or like, you know, horny women read Fifty Shades of Grey. Or I guess just horny people. Yeah. Yeah. They're just uh-huh, imagining sure. that, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, and so, yeah, she describes this hot desert scene and then both girls are like, wow, that worked so well. I'm warmer now. And, like, they take their blankets off. Yeah. And for some reason, Betty's standing up now. Uh, you know, when you're, like, curled up by the fire, and what <laughs> if he's just standing there? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and so Betty says, it's my turn now. Okay. And so she starts describing a hot, muggy, tropical beach. Mm-hmm. No clouds or breeze. Mm. So hot. Lovely. She's like, boy, a rainstorm would, would cool this down. But in the rain... She's like, no, what we need is someone to fan us. And so she appears with a fan. Oh my God. And just starts like, you know, like those handheld fans you wear. Oh, okay. Not just a big like, palm leaf. Yeah, it looks kind of like that, but oh, okay. it's not quite. Um, so he's fanning Betty. And Veronica's like, what the hell? I want Archie to fan me. Right. And Betty's like, fantasy? you're free to imagine Reggie here to fan you. <laughs> and so then Betty, or Veronica imagines. Reggie fanning Betty and Archie fanning her, and then uh-huh. Betty's mad. Wait, what? Then, <laughs> How could she because... tell what she's imagining? <laughs> it's a shared delusion. <laughs> um, and so then All they right. both start fighting. Of course. And then That'll we end, Betty's parents are in the kitchen, and Alice is like, what are they fighting about? Archie <laughs> and Hal says, it'll be a cold day in July when they stop what the fuck? That's not a. What is that? Is that's nothing. All right. <laughs> just so that's yet another instance of their weird shared delusion. So stuff. twin hallucination uh-huh. and, uh, and murder, murder victim. Yeah, shriek four or whatever. Yeah. All right. Back to the shriek. Shriek. Uh, twin hallucination. Okay, what do we got? All right. Betty and Veronica are having a sleepover. Mm-hmm. This time at Ron's house. The guys watching... just not have sleepovers? <laughs> no. I guess. They crash the girls' sleepovers, though. No, I guess that's how boys work. Uh, so they are watching their favorite show, mm-hmm. Bionic Babe. What the fuck? And they're talking about how cool the Bionic Babe is. It's cool, though. Yeah, I And guess. then... Then they're like, wow, what? I think Veronica says something about it being so out there and crazy. And Betty's like, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll all have bionic limbs. <laughs> and then they fantasize about how cool it would be to have bionic limbs. 
or other body parts, I guess. What do you do at these sleepovers? And so sleepovers? then we get a montage of them imagining, and I guess describing to each other these fantasies. All so right, bionic cool. ears are cool, because you can hear when people are gossiping about you. Uh, okay, bionic legs sure. you can use to dance. What? And we see Betty is imagining that she and Archie are the dance, and he's like, God, aren't you tired? And she's like, my legs are fresh as daisies. Keep dancing. <laughs> I like <laughs> And I that. guess that's fun for her date. Yeah. Um, but legs are also good because you can run to all the different sails at the mall. Oh, Jesus. Or you can run super fast on the beach over hot sand. And, yeah, um, I guess. Okay. <laughs> with that's bionic arms, you <laughs> What'd you lift say? all of with bionic arms. You can lift all the shopping bags oh, that you could God. ever want. All right. And uh, with bionic eyes, you can scope out all the hot guys around and see where to get more of your dad's money because you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see in the background a few times Mr. Lodge just standing there, okay. so what? we know he's gonna pop in um, because oh. then he's like, "What oh, are you right, guys sleepover. talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Oh, I think you meant their just... fantasies. And I was no, like, what? No. They're <laughs> just, just like, like talking to each other. They're scoping out hot guys with bionic eyes. Mr. Lodge is just like in the background. There's like some hot guys, and then Mr. Lodge standing by them, getting their numbers. No. Yeah. Um, so well. he's like, what are you girls talking about? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this new show, Bionic Babe. Mm hmm. And Mr. Lodge says, that's actually based on an old show. Oh. Bionic Babe had a boyfriend. The five million dollar guy. Oh Jesus Christ! And uh, Veronica asks if he w- ever wanted to be the five million dollar guy when he was a young man. Right. And he is insulted, saying, "Of course mm-hmm. not. I've always been worth a lot more than that, even way back when." What the fuck? Is so, that? That's the end. That's the end. Oh my god. That is our closing gag. Is Mr. Lodge being a dick? Yeah. Oh my god. All Telling right. us that he was born into his wealth. He and didn't don't earn you forget it. it. Yeah. He is better than you. <laughs> uh, oh, except boy. not Veronica, because she was probably born into more than that. Right. It's true. He seemed to grow the wealth. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so that's our three. So Bionic Babe, Shriek, and... Uh, the imagining Heat. Oh, right. Twin fantasies. Weaving a tale of warmth. Hmm. This is a tough one. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Twin Fantasies is fake. The Tale of Warmth one? Yeah. You're wrong. God damn it. Which one is it? (laughs) It's Shriek. Really? Oh, wow. All right. Ghost Head seemed just dumb enough to be Archie. I watched Scream the other day. (laughs) <laughs> the killer so is Ghostface. Oh, perfect. He wears a Ghostface costume. I forgot. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure Ghosthead has like been referenced in a comic before, though. Really? I believe I it. I don't know. I'm gonna write wow. down. Wow. All right. Nice. Wow. Okay. So, if you would like a uh, little bonus, yes, please. There is a another sleepover themed comic I came across. Oh, fantastic! That is. The most awful thing. Oh, please. Yes, please. More. Now, this is Betty and Veronica in Wrap It Up. Oh, no. Please tell me how rap is spelled, Megan. It's R-A-P. No. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so the girl, this is a, this is a 
whole group sleepover. We've got <laughs> Veronica, buckled. Nancy, and Midge all spending the night at Betty's house. Okay. Um, they're like, it's been a great PJ party, Betty, but it's getting late. What do we do now? Right. And then Betty busts into some sick rhymes. Oh, God, no. And is rapping. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, I'm not going to rap this to you. Please, thank God. But I will read you some of these. Please. Now it's time to rap, and it's a step. So if you're ready, I'll tell you a tale about a gal named Betty. Also, some of these rhymes are questionable. I'm not sure I could rap this if I wanted to. <laughs> What's Betty the is a beat blondie too? who is no snook. She's a real cool student who hits the books. Oh, Sports are also a thing she likes. Whoa. This blondie looks great in heels or spikes. Whoa. And now this next slide, I'm pretty sure they just wanted something to rhyme with Arch. <laughs> she says, when it comes to rights, she won't rest. She'll protest. I'm sorry. She'll protest. It'll be best to let her march. And she carries a torch for a guy called Arch. Jesus. That's weird. Now I'm tired. Like, I'm weary. Specific. I've got to yawn. So I'll pass this rap to a girl named Ron. No. And Ron is like, oh, me? Okay. Oh, my God. What is this? This is wild, Hey, hey, dude. Ron Lodge is the name and shopping is my game. Who boy. Ron, That's who all is she wearing is? a tiny nightgown and red shoes and picks up her red purse to sing this. Oh, my God. I work right. out the, the gym to keep this great bod. I never go out without my charge card. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would get a charge card. <laughs> I guess. All right. Yes, you guessed. I'm rich, so I won't deny. There isn't a thing that money can't buy. And then she throws a bunch of money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and then and then Nancy jumps in, and then Midge jumps in. Uh-huh. And oh then there's boy. a knock on the door. All right. Huh? Who is it? And the door opens. It's just me, Mrs. C. I just came to see some ladies with poise, but please cut the noise. Oh, Don't no. be mad. Don't be sad. Be glad. Just mind what I say. It's late, so hit the hey, hey, hey. Ah. I'm no guy named Shady, oh. but it's time to wrap it up. Oh, boy. So good night, ladies. Oh, my God. And then the girls are like, uh-huh, good night. All right. And that's something Woo. that Archie Comics thought was a good idea. That's so great. I'll, the uh, hey, I'll hey, hey, it. like, almost, like, actually hurt. Yeah. Like, I felt like a pain in my chest. You like the I'm no guy named Shady? Yeah. Clearly, Weird Mrs. Cooper. Call you're not Eminem. yeah. When was that from? It must have been. Like, the 90s or the early yeah. 2000s. It's that the animation looks like, or not animation, the art style looks like that early 2000s that I don't love. It's like very, uh... Overly know, drawn. dark lines, yeah. Yeah, I know which one you mean. Where it's, yeah, there's just too much, like, attempt at detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, uh... They had some real fun at various sleepovers throughout the years, clearly. Yeah, that seems to be kind of a thing. I mean, it was like, it feels like that is kind of slid off the cultural, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's not a, as much of a thing anymore, I feel like. Maybe it's because I'm grown up and I'm not a yeah, kid anymore. Know. 
That but might be it. It just I don't feels have like sleepovers anymore. That's true. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just an old man who doesn't get invited to sleepovers anymore. We should ask our cousins if they have sleepovers. That's a great idea. Their children. Yeah. That's a good idea. We'll see. You know, I bet they do. <laughs> I'm trying to make up some weird shit where it's like, kids don't have sleepovers well, anymore. Well, back in my day, people kids just used don't to do sleepovers. go outside and have sleepovers, and now they're always on the All internet. Millennials and their cell phones. And the Twitters and the Discord. <laughs> All that Fortnite playing. They're, they're on Vines. <laughs> they're not on Vines Vine, anymore. Vine doesn't exist anymore. That hasn't existed for a while. The well. talk tick. <laughs> talk tick. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That sounds like you're trying to say toxic and you mispronounced. <laughs> it is toxic. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. It usually is, honestly. Listeners, huh. do you have sleepovers? Yeah, please, write in if you have sleepovers. Write in with your favorite sleepover story. Yeah. And we'll make a new unnamed game with your sleepover stories. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) And one of mine We'll just call into the uh, sleepover stuff all the time. We'll just come back to it. We'll just be a sleepover podcast from (laughs) From now on. (laughs) We'll just talk about sleepovers. But still Archie podcast. But Just an extremely narrow scope of... Uh, Archie sleepover. It's a podcast. dual interest podcast yes. about Archie comics and sleepovers. We're kind yeah. of in a tangent here. Um, That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna mention just like I I know we've brought it up a little bit in the past, but I I do like seeing I don't know little callbacks to childhood in mm-hmm. Archie comics and yeah. There's, I, I remember specifically ones where they have, like, the Wii, or, like, it's not the Wii, but it's, like, the, it's spelled, like, W-H-E-E, or something, like, you oh, know, yeah. well, the, the Wii, and that's, you know, they're playing, like, tennis on it, and it's, like, you can tell what year this was, because the Wii just came out, uh-huh. and, you know, they've got the, all the things with, like, rollerblading was huge, or <laughs> yeah. skateboarding was a big thing. Well, and it's so funny because a lot of times the Digest will print old comics. Yeah. And so it'll have, like, the gang at the skate rink, and you're like, when was this written? I know. Yeah. My favorite was a Digest, and it had a one of those um, one-page, like, comics. Yeah. Where they just... Yeah. They just um, entered the name of, like, the current (laughs) singer that people liked. Right. And Reggie was saying he wanted to go to the Lindsay Lohan concert. Oh, boy. And I was like, that's a very specific time period. That was like six months. she was not a singer for very long. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this comic is historic. Yeah, kind of. I I mean, I I do love that aspect of Archie comics because it's just like, prolific might not be the right word, but uh oversaturated maybe or <laughs> accurate um yeah they're just able to really like fine tune into i don't know pop culture at the time because mm-hmm. i mean it's almost weekly sometimes with some of the archie comics coming out um yeah. and it's just they're able to pick up on what's happening right in the moment more so than um certain like forms of m- media like tv is a little bit rougher on that 
Um, yeah. And they're they're more worried. Yeah, I don't think their turnaround time is super long, right? No. And especially something like I a imagine. band name. Right. If it's just a reference, they could probably swap that out. And I mean, easy. honestly, there's only like, for the Digest, I mean, especially lately, they're doing like the RG Milestones are just like all reprints. Yeah. But like, even in the normal, you can find some like Archie's joke books or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, probably two old stories to every one new one, honestly. Like, the yeah. ratio is not strong in favor of, like, prolificacy. But it's just, they're still pumping stuff out, because... I wonder how many people that read Archie Comics now, as adults, yeah. grew up reading Archie Comics. I I do wonder that, you know? I would guess, based on my experience, which is nothing, right. that most of them did, but... That's my instinct, just because that's our case, you know? Yeah. We're adults now who grew up reading Archie comics. Um, but, like... In which... Go ahead. You know, I was just going to say, like, I, I, there's been a few instances when I've been in the comic shop that I have had seen, like, presumably young people, maybe around our age and sometimes younger, who see an Archie comic and they're like, oh, hey, Archie, you know, I remember reading those or something like that. Yeah. It's true, too, that we have a lot of newer, like, modern comics coming out of the Archieverse. Yeah, I mean... Which could bring people in because they're like, wow, Vampironica's cool. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let me read some of this old Archie comics that that's based off of. Totally. Yeah. Probably a lot of people who watched Riverdale picked up the comics. Exactly. And they're like, what the fuck is this? And Sabrina... (laughs) I know I follow Archie on, like, Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And they'll post pictures from the comics a lot. Uh-huh. And people in the comments are always like, I don't understand why Betty's dating Archie. What's happening? Oh my god, that's <laughs> wild to me. And I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. You CW Fairweather and come the, lately fans. The idea that Jughead's interested in girls at all is that's very crazy. hard for me to swallow. But I've come Jughead to accept it. Jughead is just a totally different character in Riverdale. Oh my goodness, yes. They made him so much edgier. They really all are, but this isn't the podcast for that. Oh my god. Okay, so just bear with me for a second, because yes. if Jughead in Archie Comics Prime is Sonic the Hedgehog, then <laughs> Jug- Jughead in Riverdale <laughs> is Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> This is my new theory. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but just, like, that's the t- kind of characters they are, you know? Yeah. Like, all, like, go lucky, doesn't really notice anything else but doing what they love best. And, you know, Sonic, and, it's going, know, fast. going fast. Going <laughs> fast. it. It's eating. You gotta eat burgers. <laughs> gotta eat burgers. It's just... <laughs> Jug has catchphrase, he's always saying. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta eat fast. That's... <laughs> uh, I've been I've been thinking about the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie more than I'd like to think, more than I'd like to admit uh, lately, just because I've been talking to a weird amount of people about watching it. That silence yep. speaks volumes, Megan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, and my face frozen. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to. Uh, Except the fact that your brother's a degenerate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's okay. I'll hang up this call and never speak to you again. This is the final episode. It's gonna make the podcast real record. <laughs> we'll have I'll to get... edit us together somehow. I was gonna say we'll get somewhat like a go-between. 
who I talk to them, and then they talk to you, and you talk to them, and then they talk to me kind of thing. We'll have to get a third person who's part of the podcast to talk between us. Yes. Yeah. It'll be Charlie. Oh, that'll be perfect. We can She's just... so easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Got... Now, I think last week you wanted to talk about a comic you discovered, briefly. Maybe. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh... Die, kitty, die. Thank yeah. you. I had forgotten about that. Um, I was going to say pussycat kill kill. <laughs> no, but that that's was, similar. That's probably what inspired the title. Probably, honestly. But yeah, die, kitty, die. Oh, this is perfect. Um, I don't know if it's still going, but it was a comic that was made by Dan Parent, who we love. Who we love. And Fernando Ruiz, who um, we also love. We also love, yeah. Um, and they created it under their comic imprint called Astro Comics. Uh, they funded it through Kickstarter. Um, and they've I got... I so sad when I discovered this because the Kickstarter was over. I know. And I was like, but I want to back I really want to help. Um, but it's... I think of those about four issues. Maybe they'll do more Kickstarters to do more issues. I would love. Um, but... We'll th- tell you about it here. Yes. They do. The comic is about Kitty Ravencraft, who is a it's witch... A who is the star of a comic book in the world of this comic. And the comic is very... Like, the comic she's in, I think it's like, uh, What's Up With Kitty or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so this is very meta. Very meta. Is very, like, uh, raunchy humor and, like... she. It's very, like, she's got hugely drawn boobs in the comic and it's just like... A weird mix of kind of like early Sabrina and Bewitched and okay. like, I don't know, Family Guy kind of like, not level <laughs> Family Guy humor, but like, it's just raunchy. Um, okay. And they're always making jokes about like boobs and dongs and stuff. And uh, then- Very the, different from our Archie. Yes. But it's wild because it's Archie style because it's Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz. Right. Like yeah. epitome Archie style right Classic there. Classic Archie. Exactly. Um, but it's absolutely fantastic because the comic itself is centered around the fact that her comic is not doing well and- her publishing company has decided to kill her off, and so they have to kill her off in no. real life. What? And, yeah, I don't know why. Um, well, that's extreme. I think it's because the comic book is basic. It's like a biography, like low key. It's just like a running commentary of her life. Like she actually does the stuff in the comics. It's very unclear. Okay, um, but so there's it's a little bit of um. Hmm. Jim Carrey movie? Uh, Truman Show? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit Truman like, Show. she's aware of it, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference, right? Um, yeah. And it's also huh. got these characters um, that showed up in the earlier comic, like the her comic in world, I keep forgetting what it's called, um, is includes these characters that are such clear references to, like, classic comic book characters from like harvey oh. comics and uh like some dell or maybe not dell but like basically whoever did richie rich in them because there's uh maxi millions there's <laughs> dippy the dead kid um there's That's a better name than casper he's really pervy looking too he's creepy looking man um there's lil satan 
Um, it's it's absolutely wild. Um, and basically, little Satan ends up, or not little Satan, uh, Dippy the Dead Kid tries to kill her. Um, oh God! And it's it's just the funniest thing I've ever read. Like honestly, it's very all over the place, and the depictions of women are not always the best. It's very sexualized. Um, but yeah. it, you know, what are you gonna but do? It's a fun read. It is a fun read. I will say because nice. it's very poking fun at the comic book industry too, like hardcore. Um, they're talking. And Archie doesn't, but comic industry in general does have a history of over sexualizing women. That is true. Yes. Um, Archie's like weird sanitized teenagers, so that would be a weird vibe. It if kind they did of. That. Yeah, exactly. It kind of escaped the whole thing. Um, but because it of certainly the doesn't paint women in a great light a lot of the times. No, Poor men. it's still pretty rough all around. Um, <laughs> we just saw what the girls would do with their bionic abilities. So. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> really aiming high Carry there. shopping bags and, I don't know, uh, scope out mall. boys. Yeah, run to sales. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rough. Um, but yeah, that that's Die Kitty Die. You can find find it various places. Um, you can probably, uh, check with your local comic book store to see if they can get you the graphic novel. Um, I, nice. I won't tell you that you can read it online. Um, but yeah, it's Good a, it's note. a great comic and I just wanted to make everyone aware of this like kind of cousin of Archie. That's pretty fantastic. Cause we do love the, uh, the minds behind Archie. Mm-hmm, definitely. Very appreciated. Even though we have our favorite art styles. And writers. Yes. Yes. Appreciate. And yeah, it's it's nice to see them so doing Parrot other the writer things. Too? Uh they wrote they created, they wrote, wrote, penciled it together. Like all three. They holding worked hands. together. Yeah. Each hand on the same Oh, pencil, I thought you were like, gonna say two hands on They were holding like hands together and then like drawing with their free hands. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I was thinking that and then I was thinking it'd be better if they could just like Each a ghost situation. Yes, yeah, like exactly like that. Maybe Dan sits behind Fernando and like reaches around. In the uh, classic Swayze, yeah. <laughs> he reaches around to give oh, him to her hand, put his hand around his hands and move you the pencil. You love a good mm. uh, male working relationship yes. that involves ghosts. It seems wholesome. <laughs> Ghosting. I mean, there is a ghost in the comic, so it only... It only there is a ghost. Sense. Yeah. It, there's a lot of ghosts, actually. They've got the Boo Brothers, but not the Boo Brothers. I forget what their names were. Uh, Boo Brothers? <laughs> the, the Boo Brothers is what it was, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it. You nailed it on the head. An extremely good joke. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, and before we totally uh, step into our closing uh, here... I just want to give everyone a little insight into the comic industry these days, just because it's probably oh, not yeah. on everyone's radar. This is a big thing that's happening in the comic book industry. Um, there's a comic book distributor called Diamond Comics, and it distributes pretty much every comic throughout all the U.S. It's kind of a monopoly. Uh, no one really knows uh-huh. notices it. No one really cares because it's comics. Um, People don't know how books are distributed. Yeah, exactly. It's, I don't. It's not a great distributor, I'll say personally, uh, having worked with it. That's your big diamond's gonna come out. What are you <laughs> big, doing? Oh, no. Uh, they'll, they'll cut off my comic supply. Um, I'm gonna shut down our tiny podcast. <laughs> yes. But, 
um, these days that uh, DC Comics has decided and announced that it is uh, completely cutting all ties with Diamond Comics and Whoa. will be taking distributing into its own hands. Um, Batman's going to distribute to us? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know about that. He probably, Superman would probably be better, or The Flash, just faster, like you know? I like Batman better. I do too. Can I request Batman? Uh, you might have to pay extra. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> you know. He, I've got a few extra dollars lying around. Enough to buy Batman as my comic delivery guy. Yeah. Yeah. What else is he doing? Yeah, probably not it's much COVID. these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's inside. Even the Joker. You know, is yeah. not considered essential. No, definitely not. Well, on that note, we will um <laughs> we'll start walking it out here. Um, as always, you can find us in various spots around the internet. Uh, we have our yeah. social media, which includes places like Instagram and Twitter uh, and Facebook as well. We have a group and that's there. All the places. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much and it, yeah. you can find links to those all on our website, yes. which is rhsavclub.com. Yes, uh, and you can also reach us at our email, which is not on our website, uh, and that is going to be riverdalehighavclub at gmail.com. So, we would love to hear from you. Yes. Drop us a line, tell us your slumber party story, Yeah. or which DC hero will be delivering your comics. There you go. And maybe get your friends together, have a slumber party, and listen to an episode of Riverdale High AV Club. Yeah, um, and if you do that, let us know. Yeah. We'll record a little special message for you. Ooh, how about this? Even I'll do you one better. If you uh, get together a watch party for Riverdale, the show, and then you Ooh. listen to an episode of RHS Public Access afterwards, the corresponding episode, we will record you a special little uh, thank you. Yeah, we would love to. Yeah. Assuming you're recording everything from a safe, socially distant way. Exactly. Or you're watching everything. Yes. With your housemates or on Skype or whatever. Presuming that your country uh, is still experiencing the throes of COVID-19. Yeah. There's a lot of but ands yes. happening in the world now. Just be safe. Yeah. We trust you guys. Um, yeah, and we also, I, I would just like to take one more moment to just uh, remember that there is still a lot going on with the Black Lives Matter movement, and to still be active, the fight uh, is not quite over yet. It's easy to feel complacent because changes are happening, yes. and we're doing a good job Yes. keeping things in the public eye, but keep fighting. Yes. This is not a sprint, this is a marathon. Exactly, and we are... In it for the long haul now, people, and we need to keep up our momentum. So, Ezra and I are going to be out there working for the good cause. Yes, and we hope you'll join us. Yes, and while um, keeping safe from the pandemic that's also happening. Exactly, this is a banner year, huh? Twenty twenty. Uh huh. <laughs> all right, it's a great one. On that note, uh, thank you all, and uh, I don't know what this intro in, in outro <laughs> is. <laughs> it's rambling. It's rambling for sure. Okay. We this love has you, been Riverdale Public Access. I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. Bye! Bye! We're getting good at that. <laughs>